0: Ladies and gentlemen,
1: it's time
0: for the main
1: event. Welcome everybody to Monk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. Introducing first. Being accompanied by his best friend from wherever. Wayne. Whatever. Freshly squeezed. T, E, Z, And now. The best in the world, Mr. Rizzo! Welcome to the Honk If You Love Wrestling podcast. This week, TVZ and myself, Mr. Rizzo, discuss the subjective art form of professional wrestling when we talk about season premieres, Meat Fest, and the remake, maybe, of Wild Hogs. Let's start the show! (laughs) <laughs>
0: do, do, you, do you hear that, Mr. Rizzo? That's that's the sound of not having a pay-per-view this week to, f- to oh, cover.
1: <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter. I still can't catch up with everything. But yeah, it was actually nice to not have to watch an additional wrestling program Saturday or Sunday. Not that <laughs> yeah. I didn't anyway, but I, I, I feel you. Do you feel me, sir?
0: Uh, yeet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Welcome to the show there, sir. How's it going, TBZ?
0: It's going all right. Uh, it's just kind of, you know, got the, uh, it's been kind of cloudy all week, you know, just kind of like overcast and gray. So I feel like that's kind of affected my mood and it's just like, eh, you know, not yeah, bad, Buffalo not good. Buffalo
1: Sabres trying to give away, trying to give away games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills trying to give us a heart attack. Yeah. It's just fun this is times. a weird week. A weird week.
1: Yes. 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 I, I actually made a, a real bet on DraftKings and lost, so I'm done with that. Not doing that again.
0: Yeah, how you doing? Um, how how you doing, Mister Rizzo?
1: I, I'm I'm doing okay. Things are fi- starting to finally starting to settle down in the house that I bought and putting stuff away. I'm mm-hmm. having a part homecoming party in a couple weeks and cool. it'll probably rain, so that'll be fun. <laughs> but yeah. you know, um, besides that, everything's going well. Keep on keeping on. I like awesome. it.
0: Yeah, I can't think of anything for some uh, housekeeping. I, we're, we're doing pretty good, I think, right now with our uh, wrestling facts. So uh, with that in mind, do we just want to dip our toes into the wild world?
1: Yes. Let's talk about the crazy reference that I made about wild hogs.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so, it yeah, popped uh, us both. <laughs> it did pop us both. Uh, some context here. Uh we don't have a dynamite to cover because we talked about it last week because of title Tuesday. <laughs> I just bring this up because I uh, I had mentioned to Mr. Rizzo in the pre-show that uh, when I was doing my homework, I was like, oh, time to see what happened. Like I had watched dynamite and I was kind of like, oh, got to make sure that I check on dynamite. Wait a second. That was on Tuesday. We don't have dynamite we, to we, uh, You You probably cover.
1: shouldn't reference that at all because everyone who's going to listen to us does have a new dynamite to watch.
0: That's so true. let's just well,
1: plow through this and get right to collision.
0: Hey, as everybody <laughs> knows, we record on Wednesday, exactly when AEW is airing. So that's all. Yeah, anyway,
1: we got to change this. <laughs> it's my favorite show. It's putting a damper on my wrestling fandom. My fan with has gotta gotta maybe get to that <laughs> stuff live because my fan with I'm missing the diamond uh, the diamond ring battle royale from MJF who's in it again, and I'm just I don't know. I'm, well, he's not in the battle Royale, but you know what I'm saying.
0: The battle Royale to fight him for yes, the, to yes.
1: fight him for the ring, and I'm gonna miss that live, but I'm gonna get to it right after the show and eat some dinner. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a we'll, conversation we'll for that.
0: another time.
1: But yeah, wild <laughs> hogs, wild hogs. Uh, Ricky Starks came out to the ring in Collision with a lot of with a lot of people talking in this promo. It was pretty much to start of the show and referenced. Who were all the guys in the ring that he was specifically talking about? He was talking about Adam Copeland, uh, Christian,
0: Christian, and Brian Danielson,
1: and Brian Danielson. And said, "Is this looking like the remake of Wild Hogs?" And <laughs> the crowd really didn't pop for that, but both you and myself definitely did. Because yeah, I, my parents liked that movie. I remember that movie. It was it wasn't so bad. It was kind of funny. I liked the old guys and wild. It was just it was good. It was a Fun. good
0: joke. Fun fact: I have not seen that movie, but oh. I popped. I popped because I knew he was calling them all old. <laughs> so it's <was laughs> like, take that, you old WWE stars, you old
1: bikers. Yes, yeah. I, I'm not saying that it's gonna make you know the list of greatest movies. I know it's a comedy. I know when I'm no, watching yeah. when I'm getting into it. So yes, bring That's the wild good. hogs hate, but it was funny <laughs> to hear Ricky Stark start that, and then I mentioned earlier, and we'll see what what, what this brings up, but. Ricky Starks and Adam got a little lippy with each other. Yeah, Um, and it sounds like there might be a little issues with them just going a little off script on there, as opposed to just like getting to the point of what the actual promo was. Like (laughs) they're just they're like you know they get a little more freedom with AEW than the the script that they have to follow, I guess, on WWE. So letting them fly by the seat of their pants is fun, but when it's not part of the show it might be a little distracting. Yeah. You said you didn't notice it as much. You were just like, well, it was all right. But
0: yeah, uh, it did feel a little chaotic. I will agree to that portion of it. Um, I did mention in the pre-show that I had had a conversation with somebody about this promo. Uh, They were saying, I'm glad to see all the CM Punk drama has left AEW eye roll. And then posted the picture about uh, Adam Copeland and Ricky Starks with some unscripted uh, uh, lines, if you will. Uh, or insults, whatever, either way. Uh, so I had that going into this promo and I was kind of like, I, I feel like I was kind of maybe a little hyper-focused trying to see it. And yeah, I don't know. I, it kind of just felt like they were just ripping on each other. Cause they're like, this is the part where we lean you know, we just get at it. So to me, it and just read it. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, it just kind of read as like, oh, I'm, I got to think of something to rip on you about, uh, like one thing, notably Adam Copeland called them out for being the rock. Uh, a- apparently that was potentially a point of contention that is in the, the line of, uh, the topic of conversation that we're talking about.
1: I don't know when you, I'll let you go for it, buddy. Dig your hole. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't bring up the, I don't think it's a, a comparison. I don't think that people are going, well, oh, he just looks like the Iraqis doing the same thing and he's younger. Like, or LA nights just don't cold. like, Oh, I'm like. Just it's the character, man. I I can give two shits. Like, I I don't really have to like make that as an insult, whether anything about it. Like, it's not really a thing. But just talking about as a comparison where it is, it's just kind of like this is stupid. Who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's just my
1: point overall. When that's what you're bringing up is the point of people who maybe not like the guy of comparing him and belittling him, saying, "Well, he's just a, a baby rock." Fuck no, he's he's Ricky Starks. (laughs) <laughs> that's who he is. That's that that's my thing. So I'm sorry sure. to go off on that a little bit, but that's what it is. Like, yeah, I don't care.
0: All I'm gonna say is that it didn't bother me with that line because I was like, I mean, his gimmick is kind of rock-esque, you know? He he does have that kind of vibe to him, and maybe that's what he's going for, you know? Like, how's that an yeah. insult? You're basically being like, Yeah, you're a character. <laughs> it's like, yeah, really? I am. We all are. That's what we're doing here.
1: But uh, I I think it's a slight little low blow for Adam to be like you're a midget version of that. Like, yes. it's one yeah. thing to compare them to them and be like, Hey, you need to do something else or grow. Cause you're mimicking. him. But when you're compared to like, you're a miniature version that everyone can, I just, it's not, I don't know. I know it was off the cuff and not part of the show. That's where it was like, I can see why people have issues with that one.
0: You know what I think my problem was, is that somebody comparing this to the level of a CM Punk outburst. You know, I was like, I would not, that's not what I took from this. It wasn't like, oh my God, did you hear, like, they were at fisticuffs afterwards about it. It's like, no, it probably was just like, hey, di- dick, stop, uh, don't exactly. say that about me, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah, like, dude, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it seemed fine. Like, other than the fact that it seemed directionless, like you were saying earlier, you know, like, it starts off with Christian and uh, Adam. Doing a promo. Then Brian Danielson comes in because they have that match later tonight. And then Ricky Starks just feels like a third wheel. Like, why is he there? And then he like inserts himself into Christian's corner, being like, hey, I'm gonna hide behind your dudes and yell at Brian Danielson. It's like, wh- what? <laughs> like, yeah. Is is Ricky I actually I, I made I mentioned this in uh I think it's either I think it's the uh notes here on our our, our thing here, but it was just saying that is the are the new tag teams Uh, Christian's New Sons? (laughs) Like, it just felt like he was in his corner. But I I get that he's feuding against Danielson?
1: Either way. And he was more just saying, like, the only person I have respect for is someone that's also a champion. I don't have any really... uh, It's an enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of of situation. But you have a title belt, so me and you are on the same side today.
0: Right. But, uh, yeah, like, it just... You know, the, the... Oh, what am I blanking on the the blocking the blocking for this scene just didn't didn't it didn't seem right to me like it was just chaotic and clunky.
1: Well, it was the setup for the finale, which yes. we'll get to later
0: on. We will yeah, get let's, to.
1: Let's keep going with some AEW to keep moving with the show. Yes, yes. Um, anything else besides? I'm
0: gonna it's give a- you dealer's choice. What do you want to pick on next?
1: Well, I'll plow through our little rundown here and talking about. Max Caster awkwardly courting MJF is an ex- exactly how you wrote it down. Yes, um, it's a fun little thing that he's been digging at MJF forever online, and now it's just on TV for us to be the same way. But when now, when you say online, digging,
0: do you well, mean? Me say, oh, sorry.
1: When you do it online, it definitely looks playful. Oh, you're just responding to someone verbally. It can come off sarcastic. It can come off romantic. It can come out when you do it like this in, right in front of someone. It is really creepy, and it's a little, it's a little weird. So I'm not really sure what story they're telling, but MJF, I'm sorry, Max Castor is interested in MJF, and I don't know. He's he's our scumbag. Why can't it be? He's a scumbag. So well, I- see,
0: see, they've got a lot in common. They have the same first name, so they can bond on that right away. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. He, um, oh, I wanted to circle back. So when you said digging, do you mean, like, I dig this guy or I'm ripping on you?
1: Like, if I went back and seen some of the messages, I would say it probably was a little of both. Like that's oh, Like, hard to tell like, because of text? Because, like... Maybe the way MJF used to be, you're gonna be like just as much of a dick right back to him, yeah. In a response, mm-hmm. as a agreement, and now for where he's like kind of playful, Turn you're being—he's being a little more playful too. Gotcha. So, like actually giving him a back rub. Like I don't—I'm just saying, yeah, it's What's different. This story? I, I'm a fan. I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan.
0: I am liking i i'm liking a little bit of diversity from uh the acclaimed so i yeah, got like some this, layers
1: to them it's nice yeah
0: this has been going on for a couple of weeks and so i'm i'm kind of curious to see where this is gonna go and i'm a little surprised too because i don't know up until this point i kind of took mac, mac max caster as a uh you know kind of a you know cool-headed dude like you know he he has this demeanor about him that he's suave and slick and, you know, he's got yeah. the scissoring party he's and he's a rapper and stuff. Exactly. exactly. So seeing him in this role of kind of like, hey, uh, I kind of like like you, you know, it's like, what is happening to you, Caster?
1: Well, not only that, but you had mentioned uh, in our previous conversations of how, like, he needs the help of his friends who are a lot more cooler than he is. And he kind of sticks out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Daddy and Ass. Not and uh... we
1: thought of before. When he's the guy with the mic, we just think, that, no, 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 he's the cool guy. He's the one speaking for them. And he's kind of like, well, I don't really know if I'm doing this right. I might need Daddy Ass's help. And Anthony Bowens can definitely teach me a thing or two about MJF. So give me some help, guys.
0: <laughs> right. Well, and it, to, to clarify, Max Caster didn't ask them for help. It was Daddy Ass kind of inserted himself and in being like, listen. We're not down on MJF, but if you're going to do this, we better do it right, and we're going to help you.
1: Yeah, well, that was some growth, because a week ago, they had, he threw his services out there without asking him, and they were like, whoa, wh- wh- why would we help out MJF? And now we're like, okay, well, if he's going to be your scumbag, we'll, we'll help you out.
0: I, I kinda, Now I'm trying to think about it, and I want to like debate the semantics of this. Now, was it that he offered the assistance of the acclaimed, or just himself? Okay. It's he sorry, like, he's nodding to it? the acclaimed.
1: <laughs> because MJF needed the the fatal four-way to go up against. That's right. Uh, yeah, so he's like, three of us can be your... F-. And then Daddy Ass is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said that we were going <laughs> to wrestle for this guy? So yeah. I like it. It's like I said, layers. We got little things here and there. Makes us wonder gives, what's
0: next. And it gives, something th- it gives the acclaimed something to do other than just defending the titles.
1: Yeah, that exactly. Just something to something to look forward to week in and week out. Yes. So uh, as we say other, around
0: here, I kinda honked for that.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely hon- Well, I honk for anything with MJF, so it's not really gonna be Yeah. Uh let's see. And so next next I'm gonna up. read this. Yeah, you you just you're right at the descriptions. What's the deal with Sky Blue's eyes?
0: With the Seinfeld. I don't know
1: if that was a good Seinfeld or not. I like it. I,
0: I give it a th- I, I give it the TBZ stamp of approval.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. But yes, I uh, I had noticed it. I'm not sure if it has anything to do with her win loss, so I may have to look at that to see what the deal is. But like every week, she's coming out. Her eyes are a little more. It's not like one is messed up. They're both just got more and more black eye makeup on, and it's getting larger. It's getting a little yeah. bigger.
0: So and, we'll see. And on collision here, on, on collision here, it definitely looked like it was kind of like. Some sort of liquid dripping a good from dripping her eye. out?
1: Yes, yeah. yes.
0: So yeah, it's it's very reminiscent of when Julia Hart got misted and before she joined House of Black. So is that happening with Sky Blue, uh, or is it just you know a, the ch- a transitional period into a new character? Like it doesn't even ha- like I'll say this. I'm excited for this to see what happens because it looks like Sky Blue is going to be trying something new, um, and I'm not. I, she doesn't necessarily have to go to house of black. Like it would be, I I, I guess that might be good for her. I mean, look what it did for Julia Hart, but uh, I don't know. To me, it would kind of be a little weird being like, huh, weird house of black only recruits females. (laughs) You know, like, are you just going to keep recruiting more people or what?
1: I don't know. Uh, They're just, they're just, I'm not sure if they're turning her heel, they're turning her dark, but it's really hard to dislike sky blue. For how kind of bubbly they make her, as yeah. well as I don't know. Yeah, her, she's the fighting chance. Her, front, her her finisher is kind of a little. I would say it's weird to say this, but it's bouncy. Like she <laughs> What's jumps her finisher again. Her, I don't even know what it's called, but it's what? like this weird like flip where she like jumps on her like upside down and then flips her over. Like it's okay. I, I don't know. That was a terrible I, description. I am no Scalibur. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it, it's a cool finisher. I like it. And her just being not ultra baby right now is maybe good for what she can do against other uh, women on the roster. But yeah, well, she
0: hasn't she hasn't won a championship being face, so something's got to change.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see. We shall see. Well, um, this yeah. the
0: reason we're talking about this is because she had a match with Chris Statlander and. Uh, at first, when Sky Blue came out, I was like, I, I didn't know who she was fighting at first. So I was like, oh, cool. She's kind of got the Julia Hart thing going on. Maybe she might go on a tear now and turn a uh, heel. And then, <laughs> Chris Statler came. St- Chris Statlander came out. And I was just like, oh, she's not winning this. No, was it for the no. belt? Or was it just uh, an exhibition match? I, I thought it was. Recall. I don't think they said specifically it was for the belt. So I don't think so. But uh, I did. I, I bring this up about Chris because. I think I got confirmation that Chris Statlander's move is insert the day night fever, because they called it Saturday Night Fever in this match.
1: Yeah, just like the Irish whip becomes a Scottish whip or the English whip.
0: Yep, I love it. So I, I, I like that. So tip of the hat to you, Chris.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Uh, uh, let's see, there was something. Oh, just talking about collision in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that. Kevin Kelly was back is cool. But Nigel McGuinness, oh my god. He is like, he's the best right now. Him talking about how terrible Danielson is and just being the ultimate heel on him it's just so great. But in particular with this week, with him putting over Willie Mack so quick. And I knew of Willie Mack. I know that he's wrestled. I know he's a big dude that I've seen in a few promotions and wrestle here before. But Nigel McGuinness went off for like a minute and a half, two minutes of telling us his story of him being like emancipated at 13 and then wrestling in Japan and doing all these things and wrestling champs and whatever and never really getting done. Like he instantly told you everything about like this guy's journey. And you know what this dude can do against Joe – knowing he might not win, like, I mean, it was a slim chance, whatever, but just the fact, like, oh, yeah, this dude, this dude been through some shit, and I was just, I was impressed with how well Nigel McGinnis put him over real quick, um, yes. because he, he's just, he has just been so great with Kevin Kelly, so, yes. yeah, that's what I, I gotta say about that stuff.
0: I echo that sentiment, because, yeah, it, I was like, I didn't know who this guy was, so I was just like, oh, he's, Oh, he's a Ring of Honor guy who's here to for fodder to Joe, and then he went on that huge rant. And I was like, "Huh? Okay. Well, good job for getting me up to speed. I now feel I'm invested now. So, yeah, tip of the hat to Nigel. Uh, and I just love he he is the Corey Graves of Collision. He is the heel announcer, and like you said, like for people like Brian Danielson, you know, he he will lay into him, and he will just be. Let me just try and. You know, downplay him at every opportunity. And even when, like, Kevin Kelly and uh, Excalibur are, like, trying to, like, you know, hype up the match and whatnot, I'd be like, oh, what an amazing move. And Nigel's always usually there being like, yeah, well, you know, it's Danielson, so screw that guy. That's not what he's saying exactly, but that's the vibe he, he put out there in Collision. And I was, I was here for it.
1: I do got to stick up for Nigel here. Um, mm-hmm. cause this is someone who liked Corey Graves but I don't think Nigel McGinnis and Corey Graves are actually in the same category anymore. I
0: like, just meant as like I a know what you meant,
1: announcer. But I was just saying like, Nigel is actually at another level with how good he has actually been right now. And sure. I just don't like, okay, whatever. Same conversation. But no, like he's been elevated. Like,
0: yeah, no, there's, I just
1: I... like three guys, three, four people who are up there right now for him. Like Morrow is like maybe the top, And it's going to be tough to top that guy ever because of him being at the best and then just gone. And then it's like, we never got to see him down. Never got to see him not be perfect. So everyone (laughs) else is going to have waves. But like Nigel's really up there right now with how great he has been on the mic. And that was a lot (laughs) for me putting over Nigel McGinnis. I hope he somehow gets to hear this. but (laughs) It's just awesome.
0: So looking through the rundown on what happened in Collision, do you have any thoughts or comments about C.J. Perry?
1: Uh, I like how quick Mr. Miro went after her first client.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is, is he basically just going to stalk everybody that she tries to, you know? Uh, she told in- us
1: what she what not to do, and he's like, that crazy woman. This is exactly what I'm going to do because she told me not to because because her being successful and her wanting to do all stuff makes her crazy. Like, wait a minute. Oh, like, look at the mirror, dude.
0: Look at the mirror. (laughs) Yeah, it's I just don't get it because it's like he's just like initially it was it made sense. Yeah, like, oh, he's being tested by God and stuff like that. And now it's just kind of like, bro, you got all the proof that she just wants to like. Chase gold, and it's like, isn't that what you want to do? Why don't you guys join forces? Why can't she be your manager? Because yeah, she's I'm... the devil, she's your wife. Yeah, she's hot flexible. Also, she's temptation.
1: Yeah, that's where it is. He's I... just like her her obsession with wanting to be in the in on TV and successful drives her crazy. And she's a temptation, so I must I must not allow that to happen. And I'm going to yeah. be crazy because of, tempt- I don't know. It's We'll see what I, happens.
0: I, w- I will say with these promos, both CJ Perry and Miro's, I'm at least interested to see where this goes. Uh, it's not making sense right now to me, but I'm like, you know what? I, I, a, first of all, glad to see CJ Perry because I thought she would just show up and then we'd like, lose her for almost a month or something and then maybe come back and be like, well, you lost all that heat because she disappeared. But, I'm
1: just uh, proud that you've been using her name correctly.
0: Hey, you yelled at me enough. I got to make sure.
1: Uh...
0: <laughs> but uh, so I was just—I was glad to see it was—it wasn't what I described. You know, it was she debuted and she's here and she's making moves. So let's see what happens. And uh, Miro being an insane dude who's just out to destroy her career, I'm no. like, we'll like, watch
1: his moves right after.
0: I just want to know—is it Miro is correct or Miro is so crazy? That he, like, sees this in his wife, and it's like, no, Miro, you're the crazy one.
1: <laughs> I think you nailed it there, uh, sir. I think you nailed it.
0: So, uh, next up, you had this in your notes here, Mr. Rizzo. I figured we might as well touch on it. The uh, Juice Robinson and the, the Chris Daniels match. Chris Daniels? He's still wrestling?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, Christopher Daniels showed up. It was the Fallen Angel. It surprised me. Um, it, ended it was good on- to see him. It was good to see him wrestling. Yeah, definitely. and he wrestled
0: pretty decently in this match, too.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the dude used to be in the production of Waterworld. Like, sure.
0: What done. I mean to say is with, with where he is right now, I wouldn't put it past him to give him like a five to seven minute match. But this match went on for a lot longer and I was impressed.
1: I'm not even sure of the length, but he looked he looked he looked all right. I feel gotcha. like there were at
0: least at least one commercial break during this match. Gotcha. So for that, E&P. you know, yeah. So I, I that is what I'm getting at. If you get a commercial during your match, you are a normal match. You're not a squash match. You're not a quick match. I would argue that you are a, you know, you're a regular match. So good on you, Christopher Daniels, for having that kind of match after being gone for how long? Like, and by gone, I mean by the main brands. He wasn't on Dynamite. He wasn't on uh, Collision. I want to say Rampage, but I feel like that's that would be the venue that he would have wrestled recently. That or, I don't know, BTE uh, maybe?
1: I don't know. Don't matter.
0: Yeah. Uh, I do want to bring up before this match, Juice brought back the Cowboy of the Month f- <laughs> plaque during his yes, entrance. Yes.
1: Um, but it was mostly what happened after the match where he got a proposal.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Got himself. Uh, Engaged. Room. Max, as <laughs> he was given to by Jay White, because mm-hmm. they're setting up today's match, which I referenced, I think, earlier, which is the MJF, the, oh my God, the, I tried to do it, I'm going to run.
0: The Diamond Ring.
1: Diamond Ring Battle Royale. Uh,
0: what is, there's something before Diamond Ring. A.W. Diamond Ring Battle Royale with cheese. What is it called? What's it called? Right. The Dynamite Dozen Battle Royale.
1: Uh, I wonder how many people are in it.
0: Uh, Beats me. You'll have to watch to find out. (laughs) But yeah, there.
1: Is it 12 or is it like a Baker's Dozen?
0: (laughs) Then it would be the Baker's Dozen Battle Royale.
1: (laughs) Okay. So then there's 13 (laughs) in
0: it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always like Uh, a good
1: Baker's Dozen of. Of donuts, that's my
0: thing. <laughs> but you're yeah, right, Mr. Else. Rizzo. They are really advertising for this battle royale, and this match was a way to do it on collision. Uh, Juice beats Christopher Daniels, and like you said, he got engaged, in, uh, engaged by Jay White with that cheap-ass ring, only to just be like, listen, I'm going to get that ring, and look how it looks on my finger right now.
1: <laughs> if I wanted to be a stickler for how things are promoted, because I did see a bunch of stuff, it is a little surprising that we don't have least any other vignettes or videos of other people talking about wanting to win the ring. Yeah. So we're pretty much going to expect Juice yeah. Robinson to win the match today so he can face MJF for the ring. But I don't know. Maybe there's more shenanigans, and we can defi- figure out who actually beat up Jay White a few weeks ago because we never talked about that, did we? I don't remember. No. My brain's fuzzy. I've had a little bit of the... Salted bubbly. caramel whiskey, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> well done, sir. Do you know I still have a bottle of that in my fridge?
0: Ooh, we should have a, uh, a, like, maybe for the Royal Rumble or something, like a pay-per-view. We should get together and drink it for that pay-per-view.
1: So it has always been properly stored. It wasn't always in the fridge. It was outside, whatever. But it's really old. I'm not sure if that's
0: good. Does it go bad, Champagne? I
1: don't know. I know that if I didn't properly store it, the bottle would have... The cork would have dried out, and we wouldn't even be, we wouldn't risk it. But it has been properly stored on its side, so the cork's wet. We can still awesome. open it, but it's in the fridge.
0: We may we may have a fun time then, is what I'm. Hearing.
1: Yes, maybe fun in our, quotes. We can get ourselves a sponsorship, and we can open it.
0: There you go, That's Chris Jericho.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've been hearing Chris Jericho on podcasts talking about flat Earth theory, so I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna stay away from from chris jericho except fair. for the bottle fair <laughs> you know but in yeah. the ring chris jericho chris jericho is completely different than podcast chris jericho so i just <laughs> want to let you know that they're two different people i think but yeah
0: yeah i like inventing so, like so
1: many other ways.
0: i like the idea you're running with here with the whole uh you know, like nobody else has been talking about this battle Royal. So we're expecting him to win. I almost wonder if they're doing it on purpose as a red herring to be like, well, they're expecting him to win. So surprise.
1: Yeah. Like um, they got either throwing those other guys that attacked white or White's yeah. guys are going to be there to help make sure that juice wins. And there's going to be anticlimactic. I, we'll see. We shall see.
0: Right. And thinking about it right now, an idea I just had, um, if he does win, That's a good way of doing this whole, like, you know, Jay White's going to face him at full gear, face MJF at full gear. And a typical wrestling trope is, oh, you've got a faction and you have a title match coming up. We'll fight the rest of my faction to see if you're good enough sort of thing. And that's what they can do here is, you know, uh, if Juice wins, he has to fight MJF first. And then Jay White, after MJF beats him, will then come in. Nation of speculation, fucks. Uh I saw that. I was trying to give you a minute to get in there. I,
1: I, I also want to say, like, I mean, there's so many things that they have going for them with different storylines where Juice can win the ring. He can give it to Jay White so he can beat him at the pay-per-view. There like, you go. There's that angle, which we will see play out beforehand. But there's just – there's there's a lot of cool things. It's not just one straight line of things that are going to happen and we're going to watch it. We're here for all of it. Honk it. Honk it.
0: Well, I think the Bullet Club Gold has proven to us they don't need to win a match to get the ring. He'll just steal it from them anyway. The Bang Bang Gang. Oh, and there's a new name for the belt. It's the Bang Bang Belt. The
1: B B the Triple B baby.
0: Triple B still. Yo, Not the blueberry. Like,
1: well, what is it? There's a there's a song that says something. You don't know what it is, but uh, anyway, I'm I'm uh, anyway. That anyway,
0: terrible. that that's Bullet Club Gold for you. Um,
1: That's pretty much. Oh no, I was gonna. We were gonna. I was gonna transition out of AEW before the title match. We gotta talk about the main the event. Main
0: event. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: which I do miss. By the way, I haven't seen uh, uh, Mark Henry do the thing live. It's time. Live. Yeah, the main event. It's recorded the few times it's on. He doesn't do it live. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Loved it.
0: So the TNT championship between Christian Cage and the American dragon Brian Danielson.
1: Excellente. Eh? And everyone was banned from ringside, right? It was supposed to be no Luchasaurus and no uh Nick Wayne.
0: I don't know because I was actually thinking that. I was like, where's your sons? Isn't somebody well, gonna help this man? <laughs>
1: yeah, like that was the deal. Like he I don't remember if Danielson said the bullet the bullet the BC, the BBC was not coming out, or they were already banned. But I remember he talked to something, and he threw that stipulation in Christian Cage's face. I think it was in the promo that we were talking about with Starks. and Maybe it was the week before that, where he said that your guys are banned from ringside. And that's what kind of lead us with the little... With the little uh, breadcrumbs, I guess, with
0: Ricky Starks and Big Bill. You are um, right. The, uh, they were banned. It was banned from ringside.
1: and um, They just didn't
0: advertise it a lot. The announcers usually do that. They'll be like, oh, they're banned from ringside or whatever. Well, so. I
1: think the fact that it started like that, they might have mentioned it offhand. So you're cool. Nice singles match. Well, that's not how it ended.
0: Yeah. I will Absolutely say, talent. so I'm reminded now, I see a thumbnail of them announcing both Christian and Danielson during their entrances, if you will. I have noticed this before, but like now, like coming to the realization, I think I like this element to it. I like the lights that they do when they're doing the ring announcements. It's like the, the, they have like a rig around the Jumbotron that's above the ring and they just shoot spotlights straight down. So you got this like kind of box feel.
1: Looking cool. I like it. I do like mm-hmm. a little spotlight.
0: Yeah, and it was very apparent in this match when I was watching. I was just like, "This, ah, this it's it's just generating a cool vibe right now.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You got anything else to say about this match here? I mean, we have, we're just starting to dip into it.
1: Well, like I said, and I was leading to the finish pretty quickly, because it wasn't a straight singles match at the end, where a few people showed up to interfere and make sure that Danielson didn't take the win. Yeah, Big Bill and Ricky Stark showed up because they weren't quote banned from ringside, and yeah. they showed up as like, "Hey, we're working with the champ because we're champs, so we're gonna help each other out."
0: That's and- when I made my note. I was like, "Are the new tag champs the his new sons?"
1: <laughs> it's like it's wrestling. Okay, that's what happens. That's that's what makes sure you don't have it. Because
0: yeah. But again, I mean, I was
1: also—I was going to say—I was surprised that Danielson actually won the match to be in this match. I had said before, like Swerve is just like Hans or Hansel. Swerve is so hot right now. Like, And I was expecting him to go over Danielson when the match started. I'm like, they're going to put him over, then he's going to go after Christian, and maybe the Mogul Embassy will will take out Lucha Soros and Nick Wayne and they will take it away from him, and then we'll get the fallout with Nick Wayne and Luchas. And we got none of that. Um, we got absolutely none of that. And it's—I don't know—I I fantasy book stuff to happen, and I was still pleasantly surprised at what we got. I was still cool. I like this too. Um, so yeah, yeah lots I feel of like
0: we're in the resume-building phase for Christian as a champion.
1: It's Christian. Oh, what about the other guy standing below him? And that's Nick Wayne. Resume. I don't even. Uh, that that you don't know. He's got peach fuzz. He does. and in fact, I'm just so happy that he's with this, that he's got some character, and he's building a resume, like you said. It's great. I love it.
0: Here's hoping it'll be better than Jungle Boy. (laughs) I I don't know. It's some weird thing. Who are
1: you talking about? I haven't seen...
0: Oh, Jungle Man. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. I haven't seen him wrestle in forever. I mean... Yeah,
0: he does appear. There was
1: a guy that used to wrestle that was closely related to him named Jack Perry... (laughs) <laughs> who I think was suspended many months ago. But I haven't heard or seen of this guy. You speak of Jungle Boy.
0: Sure. sure he's
1: been sure. gone for a lot longer. <laughs> Man, I, um, what's the plan with him? I mean, you dipped your toe in this one. I got to ask. I think that he's like, he's not suspended anymore. This is complete guess. I'm not reading this anymore. I just had the feeling that like, he wasn't he didn't do anything as bad to warrant this to be away from the ring this long. But the longer that he's away, like the less people might remember why he's gone. Yeah. So I'm wondering, oh, shit, maybe that maybe that's a guy that beat up Jay White. Oh.
0: maybe. Maybe. Because I was gonna say, like, I didn't know if you were asking me specifically. You're like, "What's the game plan?" For no, it us? came into my head.
1: I w- it just it, it it came up. I was, I didn't have that thought beforehand. It came sure. up as I was speaking, and my, my I blew my own mind. Like well, I was, I was like, s- and it's well, not going to be him, or I'm going to be upset. It'll be the first time about W. Like, oh, they should have done this, but oh my god, that was oh my god.
0: I want that so, to happen. So. so to answer your question, my thought for Jack Perry is the plan would be to take the belt off Christian. Like, you have Christian go on this very long run. Uh, You build up his resume of how great of a champion he is. And then you have Jack Perry debut again and challenge Christian for the belt.
1: Yeah, Jack Perry is, like, maybe on the side of Adam Copeland with him and Wayne. And Luchasaurus is the one that messes it all up for all four of them. (laughs) I don't know. Something. I like it like we're going. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Hey, I'm just trying to help out my boy, Jack Perry, you know, I, I've been, I've, I've been known I to shit on him.
1: So psyched that, like that the thought of like, cause I just have no concept of who the hell that is. And I gave myself a really good idea and I'm like, oh my and God. That, that and that that's how we like,
0: know it's not going to happen it's now. It's not going to
1: happen.
0: It's not <laughs> going to happen. Uh, but yeah. Uh. Uh, so, oh uh, yeah. Uh, to finish up the thought on uh Nick Wayne here, uh you're talking about how he has peach fuzz. Yeah, and he also has to answer to his mom next week on dynamite. Yeah, what interviews. is that? <laughs> He's like, wait, wait, why is my mom at work? Right? Like,
1: like she doesn't work here. Like <laughs> it's so hilarious.
0: But if he I have to the right fine. Response.
1: He does have the correct response. It's not like, yeah, all right, cool. Well she'll be here, it'll be great. He's like what is this shit? Why is my mom here? Like, it's perfect. It's perfect.
0: Yep. Yeah, so I'm excited for Nick Wayne, especially to be under that learning tree, because, I mean, the being with Darby to start, he looked okay. Like, in the ring, he looks good, but just, I don't know. His character was just, eh, He's like, hey, I'm Darby's sidekick, but hey, maybe Christian can well, yeah. give him the guidance he needs.
1: Yeah, like, it, there'll be some more stuff with Darby down the road, so it'll be cool, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, if darby oh, yeah, doesn't
1: they're... kill himself at the at mount everest
0: that's the beauty of aew right now i th- i was thinking about it as you were you know as we were in the niche here i was like there are so many like points of interest that they could go for with a lot of stories you know it's like oh this is where they are but they could go here they could go here they could bring this in it's it's exciting that they have that mobility, that they could be like, oh, we're doing this, but now we're going to switch it up and we could, you know, next thing you know, you got Ricky Starks and Big Bill getting tied up in Christian and Brian Danielson for some odd reason. So uh, it's it's a good time to, uh, for AEW.
1: Yes, yes. We'll see what happens on Dynamite. You guys can watch that now. You can watch uh, Rampage. You can watch Collision. You can watch Battle of the Belts because they got a lot of stuff coming out. So check them out. Check them out. Uh, yeet. But let's get to speaking of Yeet. Let's talk well, about wait, season wait.
0: premieres. I don't think we mentioned who won, and we're just going to say real quick. And still, and still, the TNT oh, champion. I th-
1: okay, I think I did say, but yes, you're uh, right. And just and I had to make sure, it had got it. Jake's, Jake's at home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Sorry. Go on. We I didn't mean had to. That.
0: Season premiere. Of SmackDown, we are jumping the. We're jumping the fence, going to the other side, and it's season premiere time, as you said, Mister Rizzo. What the <laughs> hell
1: does that mean? It's sweeps week. Like I it don't means...
0: understand. So I thought of this when I watched SmackDown because uh, during Triple H's uh, segment on SmackDown, he first of all commended Adam Pearce for a great job being the GM for both brands, and he thinks that he now deserves a break. And so this is what the season premieres for. So bring in Nick Aldis. Am I saying that right? Correct. Excellent. Yeah. Now he's the GM of SmackDown. Things are changing, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, um, Doesn't that mean like last week was the season finale?
0: It does. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I was kind of, um, right, you know what? I'm not going to think too hard about this. No, no, say, no, say it, say
0: it, say you,
1: it. No, I'm like, does that, like, what was the big thing of ending? It was a very house?
0: anticlimactic season I'm finale, yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, just, it's starting over. But uh, just to get some into the minutiae with uh, Nick Aldis, how much do you know about Mr. Aldis?
0: I feel like I've seen him around WWE before. Wasn't he a GM at one point? No, no, no. He's
1: finally been announced as a GM. Okay, so you don't you don't know anything about this guy. No. Okay, longtime wrestler for um, um, NWA. Um, uh, he had like the title for one of the longest times. It's one of the one of the big feuds that Cody had when he first left WWE, and he took the NWA title off of Aldis, and he was it was the first time he won the title that his dad won. Because his dad won the NWA title. Um, and that one, was, he, he had a few matches with Cody. But he I'm upset that we never saw him maybe as an active wrestler with WWE. But I guess he's been working with them for a few months as a producer. And now okay. he's finally on screen but he's also married to a famous wrestler. Well, I wouldn't say all all wrestlers are famous. Let me just, he's married to a wrestler. He's married to Mickey James.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
1: So like this guy's great. I love him. I loved his, I love this attitude as a promo. I loved him in the ring. He was cool. And this is like,
0: he felt like the way I described Christian cage. He knew how to handle himself with a mic in front of a camera and you know, he wasn't slipping up on his words. He's like, I got a thing to say and I'm going to say it and I'm going to yeah. say it with confidence. So yeah, he's yeah, been it doing this first... forever. It's great. Good, yeah. It was a like good first said. impression.
1: Um, I think it's going to work out with them having like an authority figure on both sides. And I think the way Adam Pierce might've tweeted at him or made something, whatever, at one point, cause I don't know when this is and, I'm not trying to start any arguments, so let's just take a deep breath before they say this out loud. But he said something about we'll see you at the draft, and I was like, uh, uh, "Anyway, we'll just keep it moving, keep it moving." <laughs> um, but it's funny uh,
0: you mentioned the draft; I kind of had a combo with you about draft. Yes, stuff. let's do it. Let's do it. The- so I, I was Googling this, too, and I was trying to figure this out, and I think she was on SmackDown a lot late, late, earlier in the year than I remember. But uh, Shayna Baszler, I thought she was on SmackDown, but now she's, you know, I, she, most recently she was on Raw. Um, and, and I mean, like, she wasn't debuting on Raw. I'm not suggesting that at all. In fact, I forgot that she did a, a lot of things on Raw recently, but uh, I don't know. I don't know why watching her this week, I was just kind of like, wasn't Shayna, I, like, I distinctly remember when Ronda was around, they were both on SmackDown. They became the tag belt champions and that allowed them to go wherever the hell they wanted. And that's how I think they like snuck her onto raw. They like went to raw. They defended the belts, lost them. And then Shana's like, well, I'm just going to stay here now.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure how it was ever listed on the roster. Cause they're pretty good specifically right now. Cause of the storyline with Cody and KO and all that moving over that on the website, they're listed on the particular brands, but For how much wrestling I've been watching, and except for that storyline with Cody and KO, I I couldn't really tell you who was on which brand right now. Some of the people with the belts I might get right, but like it's weird how much that like, because, and I'll say it again, because the draft isn't a storyline that they know how to use that would tell stories later on after the draft is over, none of it matters. And I don't know who's on what brand for any reason whatsoever. Um, they told us that Cody and KO need to be on opposite sides because they need a trade, and that's a thing. That's causing yeah. tension. But anything else to have to do with that is just convenient. Yep. Oh, yeah. it's the the supermarket sweep swap this time. So these people are going to come over here, and it's it doesn't make any sense. They just do Wait. whatever they want.
0: Mr. Rizzo, do you feel that? I think there's a storm brewing here.
1: <laughs> okay. Storm, what do you think with with Storm? Are you referencing someone in particular?
0: I think I am, sir. I think I'm referring to a specific, uh, you know, uh, Jade Cargill.
1: So do you think that that, that's going to be her, like, her music? That's going to be her entrance? Do you think they'll – because we haven't seen that. I know exactly what you're referencing. That's what she came out with at AEW. Yes. But do you think they should get, like, a different package than just, like, looking like – Storm. I don't know. To Yesterday be honest,
0: maybe. my first impression was I was expecting her to be her. You know, okay. I expect her to get the Cody Rhodes treatment. Oh,
1: good call. It's just bigger, better. We can mm-hmm. do it. Hey, you're uh, the Storm. Now we're gonna make sure that you're the Storm in the movie. We're gonna right. we're gonna make sure you got all of it.
0: Man, that would be cool for a pay per view. Have her come dressed as Storm from X Men.
1: Yeah, that's it's going to happen. We know it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just never
0: through. thought of it till now. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Why hasn't this been done yet? Jade, what are you Peacock, doing?
1: We're close. ABC, I'm sorry, <laughs> USA, Peacock, Disney. We got Marvel. We're
0: real close. We're real <laughs> close. She, she got, what, three degrees of separation from that? She's not
1: that far. So I can see why she <laughs> made the jump.
0: Um, but she yeah, was I already was...
1: She-Hulk. She was
0: already She-Hulk. I don't know why. I, I, maybe it was because what I said last week. I was like, I don't care about Jade right now. They're doing these. Oh, look at video packages of her being backstage. And I'm like, cool. Tell me when she's in the ring and her be her talking to Adam Pearce just popped me. I was just like, oh, she's on, the- she's on the TV. I thought we'd have like three more months before she actually gets on TV. Well, look, that's a- she needs to talk to Veer, all right, because she knows how to get on the brand real quick.
1: <laughs> so how much did you see her this week? Twice. You saw so- well, on SmackDown actually- and Raw okay so you missed one uh Uh-oh, what she was on she was on NXt
0: yesterday oh uh, well, I didn't watch NXT That's you you wasn't... take the, you do the minute I listen to your minute of NXT <laughs> that's,
1: that's okay it's okay um she wasn't technically on NXT
0: oh. she was
1: they did a video clip of uh, I forget who it was at the end of the show and the dawn of uh, NXT no who has the Dijak? with it was Becky there with someone doing a promo
0: and Tegan Knox.
1: No, these are all the people on the, the, I think it was for Lyra. And uh, oh, Lyra, yeah, okay, Because yeah, of NXT. Yeah. And there's a TV in the background.
0: Oh, she's on the TV.
1: it's just her with a white <laughs> screen in her outfit, and she's just going like this. <laughs> so- I'm sorry, this is a podcast. It's me pointing at my wrist. I'm sorry, it's- I forgot this is an audio podcast. He's doing and his and best the- time
0: splitters, all right? Yes.
1: She's, she's like, look at my watch. Time's up. Man. Time's coming.
0: What so, happened to that dude?
1: I have, I, 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 he's in New Japan. Uh, or is he okay. in Kowa? Cool. Yeah. Um, I believe we don't know where Jade is going to show up. They, they teased us with all three brands. So we still don't know I, where she, she's going to show up.
0: Well, well, well. On Raw, she was wearing blue. And Adam goes, "We got to get you a red one of those."
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I saw her on uh, NXT. Yeah, so that's why I was like, "Well, okay, whatever."
0: I'm my guess. I'm I'm going SmackDown. I think she's going to land on SmackDown.
1: So SmackDown is Rhea.
0: What? What do you mean SmackDown? Rhea?
1: I'm I'm trying to. I guessed at like who has the belt on SmackDown.
0: Right. Oh, uh, EO,
1: EO Io Sky. e Okay. Okay, that makes more sense. That's, you're right. Smackdown there. And, yeah, because she wouldn't show up on Ron and go right after Rhea. I think that no, she... No, we just got our
0: hands full. I think... <laughs> we'll get to that.
1: Oh, my... I th- again, I'm just in the niche today. With damage control, Jade can come in and beat the crap out of all three of them and put herself oh, yeah, over. She yeah, she
0: could. She could do, do the Roman Reigns, too. She could stack them, smash them, nice. pin them. Two, three. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh man. So I'm. Um, we're. we're uh, I I'll have to say this again, and I, I like to talk about things that I like about about wrestling. But well, this is something that you're gonna. You, I'm gonna get a little negative here for a minute. Oh. And yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't like the fact that Triple H is so good at booking the promotion that everything is good again. Because hmm. I'm. Enjoying I don't want to watch WWE. No, That's not what I mean. <laughs> I'm, like, there's too much good stuff on TV that, like, that's my problem. It's just, like, before, it was easy to hate on it when it was bad. Yeah. You know, now, like, everything I watch it is good, and I can't, like, get enough of it. And I don't have – I got to figure out how to get paid to watch everything. Because, like, I just don't have enough time to watch it when I want. it's, And I can't even watch new stuff. And I just – I like it, everything that's going on. But, yeah, let's keep going with some of the stuff on the, the WWE – um L.A. Knight? Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. He's getting a push? He's getting a push, right? Who's he getting a push against that he's going to maybe not do so well against?
0: Against your WWE Undisputed Universal Champion (laughs) Roman Roman. (laughs) Reigns.
1: I never realized I wanted to hear someone roll their R's when they say his name like that and
0: that sounds really (laughs) cool. Paul Heyman. Um, Check it out. Give it a thought. Just saying. Uh,
1: As someone who can't roll their R's, I'm just not going to throw it out at him that he can. But if someone could, and he was like a personal ring announcer just to do it, when he shows up somewhere, like next time they're in Puerto Rico or something, that would be (laughs) amazing.
0: Yeah. You know what? I would be shocked if he couldn't. With someone with a silver tongue, such as Paul Heyman.
1: Speaking of silver, did you notice that now that Roman Reigns is back and on TV... That was quick! Someone has mentioned this, that Paul Heyman's hair got black again?
0: Oh, huh, it's kind of like they just, you know, removed the dye from his hair.
1: Well, it's. I like the story of, like, he's so stressed yeah. out that the leader's not here, and he can't mm-hmm. handle everything, that he's gone gray. And then as soon as the Oh, everything is good in the world. I love handing you the microphone. This is fun. Again, look at my look at my slick black green uh, greasy hair.
0: This I, I hate to do an aside here. But this is reminding me that Keith Lee was on collision. And it does seem like he is also dying his hair like he went back to normal. His hair is normal again. And I felt bad for a second. I'm like, I feel like we bullied him into dyeing his hair because we're all like it's weird you look old and i'm like i don't want you to change you should own it but it's just it just came out of nowhere man like i didn't know this was going on in the, behind the scenes
1: yeah it was the same thing where i was just kind of like cool i like it and then i'm like why is there bullying and backlash for his hair and then he changed <laughs> it again and i'm like he didn't like it either
0: Keith Lee, I was not part of the bullying. I was just I was commenting never... on my observation.
1: <laughs> yes, we were united in this front there, Mr. Lee. Also because we share a birthday. We're both November 8th. It's coming up. Um both the I, I share a birthday with two really awesome wrestlers. And that's Keith Lee and Okada.
0: Ooh. They both that's have a good November one, 8th. Nice.
1: So you know what? Tease it. You can figure one out next week and tell us who are your cool famous wrestlers with your birth date. Nice. Um, yes, anyway, back to LA
0: Knight. Uh, yeah, he's getting a push. So much yeah. so he fought solo for a chance to fight Roman Reigns, and he won. Obviously, that's why he's getting the push. So now, uh, he's gonna challenge him. Is it? Is it just on SmackDown, or is it gonna be for the like, Crown Jewel? Do we know?
1: It makes no. sense to be Crown
0: Jewel, doesn't it? It it would, but I it just like as I'm trying to recall SmackDown, I don't feel like they said that yet. But they also didn't say when he was going to fight Roman. They just said he got an opportunity. So
1: I'm guessing uh, it's then. You know, I can look this up, but I might mess something up on my computer. Um, there's what's the pay? What does the the pro poster look like for um, Crown Jewel? Um, they just put it out. It's got somebody else on it that I didn't realize Jewel. was going to be back in WWE. One of your favorites of all time. Um, he's wrestling. I think uh, Ray Mysterio. Oh yeah, yeah, that is happening. <laughs> uh, oh, Mister no. Logan Paul,
0: key back, baby. <laughs> yes, yes. TVC's favorite. TVZ's favorite. I know. So I know. it looks like we have three matches so far. We've got. Oh, I was and- just okay. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, I don't know. This says uh, Crown Jewel predict- predictions for twenty twenty three. Says Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Oh, so maybe maybe
1: there's something mm. we don't know about there. Are you yeah. on the Wikipedia's, or are you uh, on are you on Forbes again? I Google and
0: got to CBS Sports. Ooh, they're old
1: and dusty. I mean, they're <clears throat> they're Channel Four has a but, film on it, That's but all they're I'm also saying. showing
0: they're also showing yeah. Seth versus Drew in this match or this card. So I uh, think uh, and also the, the a- Fatal Five Way. So I don't know. Maybe okay. maybe they're thinking like maybe they're predicting that Roman Reigns is going to fight John Cena, but it's not official because mm. I see they have the predictions. They say the Crown Jewel matches are just Seth and Drew and the Rhea Five Fatal Five Way. If you go um, to the Wikipedia,
1: Matt, we only got the two booked right now. Mm-hmm. But
0: then again, okay. we do have Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul booked, and that's in the predictions section here. So mm. ah, who who knows? Who knows? Um, well, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. The, the card will take shape as as the weeks go by because we're we're approaching that. But, yeah, I'm hoping that Logan Paul will uh do his uh do his best impression of last year and lose to Rey Mysterio. Also, I just love watching Ray put like bratty little assholes in their place.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because, um, yeah,
0: he deserves it. He does. But I mean, God, Logan Paul's such a wild card, you know? Like, he's good in the ring, so if he does get a belt, I'm not going to be mad because I'm like, well, at least he's still going to look good in, the, in whatever match he goes up against. But I, I you know what? I, I'd say this. It depends on Logan's schedule. On, is he on. booked we're, for a lot? Of- we're
1: looking at this the wrong way. What? We need to be thinking about what sponsor Rey Mysterio is going to have for his match. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Logan Paul, does it matter? Is it Pizza Hut? Is it the Cinnamon Toast Crunch emoji? What do we got this time? That's all I'm interested in. You know this what? Twist. They got me. Rey Mysterio and the advertising. You got me.
0: I was going to say this. Here's a twist. It's Prime.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. They got me. How would they get oh. Rey Mysterio to advertise Prime?
0: Damn. <laughs> Put him in a match with Logan Paul. That's how.
1: Man, WWE's doing it right.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Crown Jewel, because we got on Crown Jewel because we thought LA Knight was fighting Roman Reigns. but
1: I looked it up. I did a little research myself, and I got on the Wikipedia, and we only got the two matches booked. We got Seth freaking Rollins and Drew and the Fatal Five-Way because we don't... I think we got the confrontation between Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio having on the season episode two of SmackDown on Friday... (laughs) <laughs> um, that's what they're doing this week on Friday. Yeah, Logan will uh, be live. Going to set it up. So yeah, that that's that's what we got.
0: So yeah, it, um, I think it's it's going to be on the match or on the card. It's just not official yet. So
1: so yeah. So what else we got for? That's enough hit. of
0: SmackDown. Uh, next yeah. up, um, I well the, the undisputed tag championship was the main event do we want to hold off on that until the end then
1: plow through it man plow through it
0: well because f- first of all before we do anything s- important here i messaged you guys in the group chat saying you know we we really talk about prince nana and his shenanigans at ringside and on the ramp and that uh, th- those sick dance moves as you would say mr izzo but we haven't give tozawa his due because this week on Raw, oh my God, he had me cracking up during the Alpha Academy segment. When uh, the Alpha Academy segment was to just advertise Alpha Academy versus New Day, but apparently Tozawa's in Alpha Academy now. He, he was in this segment. Yeah, yeah. So he's in this segment, and you see him. He's just kind of like doing the like, like the old lady. I've got like two pound weights doing my little jogger thing in place. A
1: little touch just a little. Yeah.
0: Step so, touch, I, so, Step touch. so he interrupted uh, Gable, who was about to give his, oh, thank you. And instead we got a, oh, I thought you were going to do it for me. Arigato! <laughs> oh, sorry. Arigato! But, so he did that. And then he just goes back to his two-step. And I was just like, what are you doing? What is this move? I love it. I was like, yeah, move over, Prince Xavier, Nana. We've got a new dance move.
1: <laughs> Xavier Woods was like, that's nasty. That's
0: nasty. <laughs> yeah. They, they sold the shit out of Tozawa in this segment this week.
1: <laughs> now here's the issue: As someone who can do both dances really well mm-hmm. as a bad dancing dad?
0: He is also doing the dance right now.
1: <laughs> um, I don't think that Tozawa's outfit is as as flattering as I can make Prince Nana's. It's true. Like wearing the the unitard.
0: Yeah, it was like a singlet, like, like a wrestling 80's singlet.
1: singlet. Yeah. I don't think that's a good look for me, and my daughter would not be happy. But I can wear a bright gold looking suit coat with a crown and <laughs> jeans and Jordans, and half of that's my normal outfit.
0: <laughs> so I was like, doing, I doing the Prince Nana dance the for dance. the folks at home.
1: I can do the dance. <laughs> And yeah, I will I'm say I'm song.
0: feel I'm feeling myself at home when I hear sort of song. Now I'm just like, I gotta do the dance.
1: <laughs> I, gotta do the dance. I cannot wait till this boy—I oh. I didn't mean boy. This guy wins a championship. It is going yes. to be awesome.
0: So I just wanted to bring out Tozawa because I honked real hard for Tozawa on Raw this week. It was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Next up, uh, let's just do it. The 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 tag team champions. I uh, originally put this on here because before I watched Raw, someone told me that they had lost the belts. Uh, the Cody and Jay. You gotta be
1: careful in this day and age. It could just be like at a at an Applebee's, like Chris Jericho. You don't know what they're talking about,
0: right? But uh, I was told that they lost the belts, and initially I was just like. Well, then why the hell did we get them? Why why did we have them win it for a week and just give it back to Judgment Day? It's like the status quo is back. So it just seemed like an odd detour to me. But when I watched the match, uh, the reason they lost was because Jimmy interfered. And to me, that's starting to make a little bit more sense. And I kind of want to ease off on the why are we doing this? This is stupid, you know, and whatnot. Because to me, that reads that like, let me pause. And I'm going to say here. The story they've been telling with Jay is he's trying to escape his previous life. You know, he doesn't want anything to do with the bloodline. He's done with groups. He's, you know, he's, he's done that song and dance. It's old hat. That's not me anymore. That's the story that they're trying to, I feel they're trying to tell with Jay. And having Jimmy come in here and cost him those tag belts, like perpetuates that being like, Hey, you can run as much as you want. You can't escape the bloodline. So... That's kind of cool, and I'm excited, honestly, this is almost my tope here, that I'm excited to see where this is going to go, what's going to happen next week, you know? Is Jay going to appear on SmackDown now and fuck with Jimmy, because Jimmy's kind of in hot water with Roman, uh, failed to mention that, but that was kind of like the video packages or the vignettes backstage between Roman and Jimmy, you know, Roman's all just like, who's the quarterback here?
1: I'm just a backup, I'm just a backup.
0: Yep. So, so I I like the idea of Jimmy interfering with this match and costing Jay those belts because now, I I mean, we all know Jay's a hothead. He's not going to let this slide. He's not going to be like, well, I guess on to the next thing, right? No, he's going to be pissed and he's probably going to try and take it to Jimmy. And that's the mistake for Jay here. He needs to let that go, but he won't. And now he's going to stumble back into the whole bloodline. He's like, I'm getting too old for this shit, (laughs) you know? Just when I think I'm out, I'm back in. <laughs> also, uh I do I do find it funny, but I hope they don't keep doing this that they actually brought up the uh the do you feel him sir <laughs> from the presser in uh, raw. It,
1: now it's over. Now it's played out. Now it's like all right, now it's too much.
0: The way I see it is this is good for those who don't watch the presser because if people didn't watch the presser, they didn't see that. They didn't hear it. And so this is them putting it on the main brand, being like, hey, if you're not that kind of wrestling fan, at least you get that bit now. I'm just saying, that's it. We're done. We've played that out. Don't bring it back. I mean, how can we? They're not the champs anymore.
1: Yeah. Do you feel him, sir?
0: I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling him
1: anymore. No, I'm not feeling it
0: unless you want to bring back Usi, which they kind of did <laughs> I
1: thought they were going to they were just they were so close and then they they, they dropped it
0: well should I say the the uh, the interviewer brought back Usi, not uh not Jay and or Cody uh but yes, yeah so yeah. new new ch- and new tag champs judgment days back with the goal baby
1: and they got it all they got it
0: all don't they they do. Do they we want to take a minute here to acknowledge the women's division here on Raw? I only yeah, bring that the, up because we, we were got, saying.
1: We got Rhea. Uh, she had a Rhea? pretty cool match with, with uh, Shayna.
0: Shayna Baszler.
1: And yep. after the match, which actually did it. End? Not even
0: after. It, it was during the clean. match. It no.
1: didn't end. Clean. It didn't end. That's the point. Well, and it, it didn't end clean. Well. It did end. Yeah, it did it was going well, and we had a lot of interference between a bunch of the ladies. Mm-hmm. With Nia Jax. She uh, just strolls Z- in. <laughs> we had, was it Nia Jax, Zoe Stark? Who else was there? Oh, was Rodriguez. Nia Jax. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. And then I think that was it. Yeah, it's those three ladies interfered into the Shayna and... Ria match.
0: And... Oh, Tegan Knox. I'm thinking. We missed as well, I think.
1: Yes, so we have a Fatal Five way that she's dealing with at yes. Crown Jewel. That's what they set up.
0: Yes, this match ended in a DQ because Zoe Starks attacked Rhea, which immediately ended the match. And then yeah. after that, it was just a kerfuffle with all five ladies just duking it out. I got to say, though, you know what? I can't think of anything else, so I'm going to just throw it out there. The TBZ wag of the finger. It's uh, Raquel Rodriguez. She comes in, and she looks like she's trying to fight, uh, I think it was Nia Jax. And then Zoe Starks comes out after, like, those two start, you know, button heads. Zoe Starks comes out and attacks Nia. So she's, like, beating up Nia as well. Rodriguez comes over and, like, throws Zoe out of there. And I'm like, she's on your side. What are you doing? Helping you fight Nia, and you need all the help you can with Nia.
1: Yeah, why are you causing stuff? Like, you're just causing yourself more problems
0: so it's just like it just it was chaotic like to me that was like quote chaotic there it was just like it what what i mean i i get you're trying to sow chaos around the ring and stuff but like make it make sense i guess it's a very light wag of the finger it just goes to show that i'm 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 uh hurting for some wag of the fingers that's all
1: I'm picking up what you're putting down
0: but yeah so all this devolves and now we have a fatal five way at crown jewel which Rhea is not happy about
1: Why would she? She doesn't wrestle at all, really. And then she has to (laughs) wrestle all five. She has to wrestle Ah. four ladies at once.
0: Ah, doing the MJF approach, I see. Gotta wrestle more than once a week? This is bullshit!
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, she hasn't really had a lot of uh, title matches, so if she comes out victorious this one, it'll be a good notch in her belt. Literally. I do
0: want to make I do want to make mention of something here uh, on the topic of Rhea. There was a, a little um, an interaction between Becky and Rhea backstage. Uh, okay, it, it, it what you got star-
1: for this? What you got? It,
0: it started off with Becky talking with again Andy Hartwell. Uh, yep, she's
1: got a match Z- in there
0: soon. Zaylee, um, you know. You know it, Everybody's just, yeah, everybody's just trying to get an opportunity and, you know, trying to come at Becky being like, how are you giving all these people opportunities, not me, blah, blah, blah. So then afterwards, she walks away from them, like, after, uh, this one was with Tegan, right? Who she got the match with? Becky and, oh, Indy. No, it was Becky and Indy. My bad. Becky and Indy backstage, they're talking, they're doing their thing, then Becky walks away, and then Rhea just, like, steps to her. And they do like this, you know, they don't say words, but they do the nod being like, I got my eye on you. And, uh, they cut, but I think I heard her go like Becky's just kind of like looking at her belt, looking at Rhea. And then she's like, Becky two belts. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I would love to see Rhea versus Becky. That would be a fun match.
1: Where, where do you think we're getting that?
0: I don't know because Becky's got like three challengers now. So she's got to defend that NXT belt for a bit. Um, Post-Crown Jewel? After Jumping that right in. Big old cannonball
1: into the nation of speculation for myself. Hey-oh. And <laughs> that would be that a lot of speculation that I had seen from other people talking about this was, this is a Mania match. We're not getting this until oh, night one. We're yeah. not getting this until Mania. And while I agree that that would be awesome and I think that's a possibility, I can see us having maybe this big clash at Rumble which would be January. It's the end Mm -hmm. of January. So we can maybe getting them fight to each other where we don't get a finish. And then we get a build to Mania where we actually get one of them that go after each other, whether they one or the other one doesn't have a belt. Because most likely Becky won't have her NXT belt at that time.
0: I like it. Print it. Make it so.
1: (laughs) I like it. There's a lot of big old mentions.
0: That's a, that's a real good niche there. Like that is post, like I said, post crown jewel. I just, I don't know the timing. And again, I don't know, like how many people are we going to have Becky fight for this NXT belt before she loses it? I don't know, but I'm um, the idea of having reverse Becky. I'm excited for that. And I'm here to just wait for all this to kind of like resolve itself so we can have a good matchup with this.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All right.
0: Uh, near in the end here of well, WWE. we got the meat fest. Meat we fest. do have meat fest. We certainly do.
1: Uh yeah, have Gunther at it, Hoss. and Gunther and uh oh my God, why am I going blank on the kaiju? Um, it's big, b- big. Uh, it's Bronson Reed. Br- hey, a, a little little brain fart there, but I or love, the IC
0: belt. Yes, mind you, this is a championship in- match. It was a cool
1: vignette with showing how badass and how cool uh, big Bronson Reed is, but I didn't think that he was ever going to take the belt off the Gunther. Hey, so, you're talking
0: about how cool his promo is. Let's talk about Gunther's promo where he chops people into dust.
1: We <laughs> like, know how cool awesome Gunther is. We already know. I didn't. I know it, it was cool. I, but yes, I, I, I liked
0: the it. vignette though. I was just like, oh god, <laughs> this man's going to town on these people. Yeah.
1: But what also was awesome about the match, and I'm going to skip to the end here for us with Gunther uh, and still the IC champ and his reign continues, but uh, he didn't kick out of a tsunami.
0: Yes, they protected that move, which I was thinking, during. I heard heard you during this match. I'm like, they are protecting him. I love it.
1: (laughs) And there was even one point where he like tried to hit it, but he didn't even get it off. Yeah, Scooter, you, like got out of the away. way, mm-hmm. and I yep. was just like, "Oh, he he's not gonna win now."
0: And I loved Wade selling it too. He goes at they if he hits this move, it's over, and yeah. he never did. And I was like, and
1: that was yeah, the whole wow. thing about the match for me, where like for someone that like is really into this, I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, when he does the when he does the tsunami, wake me up. Uh, I, I'm watching. It's good. I had to rewind oh, it. You know, I'm just, this must be a, uh, all right, No, yeah, no tsunami. Okay, we'll just we'll just wait. We'll just see how this ends. Uh, not that I didn't love everything about it, but like that's not like if he doesn't hit the move and Gunther doesn't kick out, uh, I can't say it's like a four honker. I can't. Not that I rate all the matches. That, I'm just saying like that would have been the thing.
0: And with that stipulation, do you expect Gunther to lose the step of him not hitting the tsunami? You know, like. I'm just saying I under I get you I understand why you, how you're coming at this match like they um, could have
1: gave me they could have gave me they gave me they had three options they finished it the way they did where they didn't give it to me they could have had him do it and then Gunther kicks out and you're like the only one he ever loses to would be Gunther and he's gonna want revenge on him down the road because the only guy to ever kick out or he does it and he wins and we're like holy crap we got a new champ Kaiju so yeah. We got this. I was here for all three endings. I, I, but we got, we got the first one. Like, yeah. that's it.
0: Uh, man, I felt like I was going to say something about this match and I'm blank. Oh, right. Um, I had to rewind because, uh, I like take the match off, uh, take my eyes off the match for like one second. I looked at my phone and I hear him, I hear them like going nuts and I like basically. I understood he did a move off of the turnbuckle, and I go, was that the Tsunami? So I had to oh, rewind. I was like, God. oh, no, no, Superplex, false alarm, false alarm.
1: Superplex was like, all oh, right, it's close. We got to go back up yep. there.
0: <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I was waiting. I was just watching. I was like, is he going to go to the turnbuckle? Is it happening? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it. It, it was a good meat fest for sure.
1: <laughs> yes, it was a good meat fest.
0: And I like yeah. the way they referred to Bronson Reed in this match as a super heavyweight. Yep,
1: yep, yep. Yeah. I don't think um, they call him the Kaiju anymore. Like that was actually his no,
0: gimmick yeah. from
1: NXT before he left.
0: Well, they did a bit on Raw, but one, I I I'd argue once he got the big moniker onto his name, that's when they removed the Kaiju.
1: Like they literally had like a silhouette or like it coming out like it looked like a Godzilla over a, a screen. I got to find it. And it was pretty cool. Just like post oh, okay. it to the post it to the formerly got,
0: t- known as Twitters. <laughs>
1: it'll it'll take me a minute to find it, so I'll, I'll got to check it out.
0: All good, all good. Uh, parting comments. This uh, we're at the end of our rope here. That's that's raw. That's WWE. But uh, DIY.
1: Yeah, DIY got their ass beat last week after finally showing up, and then we only got we got no Tommaso. We only no, he got. got uh, Johnny Gargano, Johnny, Johnny wrestling. Who
0: and why is that? Because he got injured. He got injured by Imperium.
1: Yeah, that's the whole. We're gonna and and then just sticking with Imperium, it's Ludwig uh, Kaiser's job or his responsibility to make sure that Johnny Gargano walks out of Raw next week or not doesn't walk out of Raw next week is stretchered out. That's what he's like. You have the responsibility of making sure that happens. <laughs> um, so I just yeah. want to say
0: Johnny Gargano looked colleen in this match. <clears throat> His moves were just, whew, just chef's kiss. I was yep. like, this is the Johnny Gargano I want to see. So I'm excited. I feel like DIY is just around the corner. It might take a minute, but hold on to your hats. We're getting well, there.
1: Well, just just to stick with the nation of speculation. Yeah. Um, as much as you didn't like that they may have switched the belts back and forth real quick with the tag titles. Now that they're on, quote, the bad guys with the Judgment Day. Don't, um, don't,
0: don't. (laughs)
1: And the good guys, such as the DIY, are slowly forming. You can maybe get an awesome match between Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, I almost said Priest Tomes, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor.
0: You've had a lot of good ideas today. That's all I'm gonna yes. say. <laughs> this is fun. This is easy. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> stamped. Where's right. Where's
1: Pizza Hut in the in the nineties? Fuck <laughs> it.
0: I loved that program. All right. Uh, any anything else you want to touch on, Mister Rizzo?
1: No, that's. I got to get to the rest, wrestling. I'm looking forward to seeing the the stuff with MJF. Uh, Let's what get happens to Dynamite? With Adam, what happens with Adam Cole? Um, I haven't seen that's right the the Young Bucks in a bit. We got, we got FTR, and we got we got Kenny. I'm, I'm here prob- for all of it.
0: They're probably hiding from all that heat from getting their fourth opportunity to fight the tag champs.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, you know what? I'm going to save it for my tope.
0: Oh, that's probably what. They're waiting until FTR gets the belt back because didn't they win an opportunity? They won the opportunity when FTR was the champs, right? Yeah, so maybe maybe that's what they're waiting for. Because it, it was for the future, right?
1: I don't remember. I just thought that there was, like, at least another match between them. Hmm. Them and the Bucks somehow. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's enough of it. You know what it's time for? The it's, it's our Tope oh, Suicida. Suicida moment of the week.
1: where we tell you about something cool in wrestling that you should check out. This coming week, I got a hot one. Oh. It's on Dynamite, so you can <gasps> go and watch it. Wait, what? And it's it's a ladies' match. Huh. it is the student versus the teacher.
0: There it is. We have
1: Hikaru Shida versus Emmy Sakura. And I can't wait. It's Holy be awesome. Shida. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. I love when these, like I said, they they Emmy trained Shida, the just champ. She is going to win, but I Amy—they're mean, going to throw each other around. They're going to beat the crap out of each other. It's going to be a great match. I can't wait to check it out.
0: Awesome. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I was shocked because I did hear your tope pay was a specific thing, I and mean, then you know what? I think I'm going to do it. ESW Wrestle Bash 13, baby. Did you <laughs> get I haven't your bought. Tickets? I haven't bought my tickets yet, but now that it is my tope, pay, I better go fucking buy those things. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know if they have second row seats available. Or if they have Balcony available.
0: It balcony has been a minute. Cool. I, I think they would sell out. Because they used to sell out like the day they announced them after the show we were at. And I was like, man, I can't get these seats.
1: <laughs> well, this is the thing. They didn't allow you to buy them this time until they put them out like maybe four or five days ago. Okay. And I did get front row tickets.
0: Yes. So, yeah, I'm you going that.
1: with my daughter. Uh, I think my bro and his little one might be his little guy might be his first wrestling show, and I Great. was like, I gotta make it. I gotta have him sit front row for a steel cage match. Like if I'm gonna he doesn't like wrestling. Anytime it's on TV, he's he's gonna be seven, and he doesn't really like it. When my brother has nine, he's like, this is. But like, he's never been to a show. He doesn't know anything. So actually going to a local promotion and watching a steel cage he- match in the front row. What's gonna be different?
0: Confirmed he did get his tickets?
1: I bought tickets for all four of us.
0: Ah, is, gotcha, gotcha.
1: His his birth his seventh birthday is the next day. <laughs> so I didn't that's not his gift. I'm getting him something else that he's gonna enjoy as well. No, Actually, this is for play, you. <laughs> but this is for me, because I want to bring the little guy to his first match. My daughter's gonna is excited about it. But yeah, hopefully you like I said, they have a new seating arrangement. They have a balcony yeah. seating. You yep. can purchase those seats up there.
0: I'll have um, to talk to the wife, see if she wants to go. That's the that was what was holding me off. I didn't want to just buy a ticket and then be like, hey, anybody want an extra ticket?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So we got we got that going on. Also, that place at Riverworks, they do like y- you can rent a, a table to watch Bill's games and stuff on like Thursday and Sunday night. Right. Look at me plugging Riverworks. But I'm gonna do that with my buddy. It's gonna be a good time. Get some pooping.
0: Shout out to Riverworks.
1: Yes, well, yes, yes. <sighs>
0: Man, time flies when you're talking wrestling. (laughs) It's great. It's great. I can't believe it. It's the end of the episode. Honkers, thank you for coming along on this journey. Mr. Rizzo, as always, a pleasure talking wrestling with you.
1: Yes, it is. I love it. Honking like it's hot.
0: Indeed. Don't forget to check us out on formerly known as Twitter or Sky Blue at the handle at WrestlingHonks. Uh, check us out on YouTube under the moniker Honk if you love wrestling, and that's also at Instagram and uh, TikTok. That's
1: yes, the one I couldn't think of. Send and us some okay. emails. There you go. Honk if you love wrestling at Gmail. Send us some stuff.
0: Yes, let us know what you think. Talk to us. Say hey, I want to hear you talk about this. Blah blah blah. Or I hate you. TBZ, stop wagging your finger. I don't know anything. Just send us some email. We'll gladly put it on the episode next time.
1: Yes yes yes.
0: And for all of us here at Honk, if you love wrestling, Honk!
1: Honk, 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 honk. Honk, 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 honk!